0: Let me entertain you.
1: All the you. the
0: clock is and I feel
2: welcome to another episode of Let Me Entertain You, where I take you inside the minds of musical theatre. In December last year, we talked to Chris Archer, producer of Show Queen and Archery Productions. Excitedly, he talked about how he was planning to relaunch the Sydney Cabaret Competition. In the same interview, Trevor Ashley phoned in and discussed how he was starting the first Sydney Cabaret Festival. So, it's been nothing but exciting to see these two projects come to fruition this year. The Sydney Cabaret Festival was launched this week with a huge gala opening and will run from the 5th of July to the 14th of July. The Sydney Cabaret competition will hold its grand final within the program, set for a dazzling night on Wednesday. 10th of July. So this is a special podcast. For the past three consecutive weeks, contestants from all over New South Wales have battled it out in three heats, showcasing their incredible talents in front of industry judges and entertaining large supportive crowds, giving us a taste of their cabaret ideas. The competition was fierce and every contestant was stunning. Three finalists from each heat were chosen to go through to the grand final, two chosen by the judges and one chosen by the audience and we were there and interviewed the finalist as they come off the stage so sit back and hear from this year's grand finalists of the sydney cabaret competition from heat one irene nicola nissa milligan caitlin koprovich from heat two sarah murr naomi livingston rachel gilfeather heat three claire ellen o'connor billy palin and ali calder this is an all-female grand. Final, and it's going to be a spectacular night of talent. Without further ado, your grand finalists of the 2019 Sydney Cabaret Competition. One, two, three, four. Go so Heat one at Gingers, and we are here with Irene Nicola. Hi. <laughs> Who is the People's Choice. We have Judge's Choice, Nissa Milligan. Hi. And we have Judge's Choice, Caitlin Koprovich.
3: Hello. How are we, ladies? Great. Good. A study on cloud nine, hey. Yeah. But I
4: feel like I should say, Irene was totally the People's Choice. <laughs> yeah. She slayed tonight.
2: She was the People's Choice. Oh, thank you. I was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I literally <laughs> yeah. literally yeah, it happened. You just actually performed your eight-minute set each. How do you feel
1: now coming off being awarded? I'll first ask Irene. You were audience choice. I am over the moon. I'm in disbelief. I'm just, like, absolutely losing it. It's amazing. I, I'm so honoured and so thrilled and so delighted. I just had such a good time down there, and it was just amazing. Really, really good room. Um, the contestants that I was competing against were great, and I've just made everyone laugh, so I feel on top. Top of the world <laughs> for having done that, which is amazing. So yeah, that's where I'm at.
2: <laughs> Perfect. And Nissa Milligan, you were judge's choice? Yeah. yeah.
4: Crikey. <laughs> I do for real. Um well, bizarrely, I, got, I was really looking forward to this because it felt more like a cabaret showcase and I kind of forgot that it was a competition. So then I was i am still slightly in shock. Um, but it feels really amazing. I can't wait to see who's in the finals. There's going to be some amazing performers, I just know. Like these two ladies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and Caitlin, you were
3: the other judges' choice? I know, wicked. It's, it's <laughs> like... I feel like... Um, It's beautiful to have a concept and have something that you have always, like, thought about, come in, you know, just to do it on a stage. Incredible opportunity. But then to um, have someone say, like, we appreciate this and we see potential in this um, with such amazing people on the same night was incredible. And, um, yeah, it's... Yeah, i got to remember what I just did and do it again.
2: (laughs) Because you've actually brought it up. Now, this is a good chance to introduce what your cabaret was about because you only get eight minutes on stage. Irene.
1: My cabaret was sort of like an apocalypse cabaret. talking about the end of the world uh, from the perspective of uh, climate change and the inaction um, that we're seeing uh, across the world, but here as well um, with our politicians. Um, And also just as an artist, where I fit into that, you know, we're fed all these... um, Things that we can do to try and help the environment, but it all feels so useless in the face of the mammoth efforts that we need to do to actually create change. So, yeah, I just was having a little play around those sorts of themes in my cabaret. And you've wrote all the songs yourself? I uh, wrote the first song and the last song myself. They're completely original. And the second song, I changed the lyrics to... Uh, the song "The End of the World" by Skeeter Davis, so and made them more climate changey appropriate. <laughs> Was it hard to come up with that concept? Is it something that's something
2: that's close to your heart?
1: Absolutely. Um, I think I, I live and breathe lots of uh, journalistic articles and, and, and that sort of thing. And so, despite the fact that I I don't uh, output a lot, I think I just internalised all this. Uh, I don't know, anger and apathy and sort of went, oh, I've got to do something about it. And I mean, of course, it runs quite parallel to the artist's life anyway. Very feast and famine, very, you know, catastrophe and wonderful uh, success like, like I am now. Like, like here we are. I have, I've made it through to the final of this competition. Like, wow. You know, so I guess, yeah, just marrying those sorts of ideas together. Whilst also looking
3: gorgeous. Oh, yeah. thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I feel like, I know, I wish
1: people would see right
3: now <laughs> thank you so She's much she fur on and sequins <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah
4: and thank Nissa you. what was your camaraderie about well, my cabaret, so I'm a country girl. I grew up in on my parents' dairy farm um, on Kundal Plains. Um, and I moved to Sydney um, a few years ago now to be a, try and be a singing star. So my cabaret is really just about my life, what it's like being a country girl, moving to the city. The experiences you have in the country, like I'm more comfortable performing for a herd of cows than people and realizing that, oh... It's kind of a unique experience. Um, So my show's just about all the fabulous failures and massive mistakes you make when you're a wide-eyed country kid trying to sing in the city. And uh, what songs did you sing? So tonight I did a bit of a section... um, paying out my beautiful, amazing mum um, where I did a bit of few different opera segments. I did some German Lieder and some Italian opera um, trying to sing like my amazing mum and then I sang a little bit called From the Sound of Music, I Have Confidence um, with some audience participation, which you'll have to come to the final to understand exactly
2: <laughs> what that is. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> and Caitlin, what was your show about?
3: Um, my show is Uh, in fact about Einstein's wife. So it's based on uh, the true story of um, Mileva Maric Einstein um, who was a Serbian woman, Slavic woman um, who was um, a physicist and kind of the uh, unknown character of Einstein's story. Um, So she I love her. She's become a part of me and and is very much like me in a lot of ways. So I felt really pulled to tell her story because I felt like it is something that would interest a lot of people because it interested me so much. And, um, yeah, and just how, like, brash and determined and um, how much adversity she's overcome and did overcome in her life. Um, And, yeah... That's that's basically what it's about. So it's the other Einstein. Yeah. Yeah, and what songs did you sing? So the first song I sang tonight was a um Macedonian Slavic folk song called Zaidi Zaidi. Uh which is a song my grandmother taught me. Um, So that was kind of a tribute to her. And then I uh, completely contrasted that and I sang Daddy Lessons by Beyonce. All I can say is watch out, Beyonce. Uh, (laughs) And I also sang Take It All um, by Adele. Mm.
2: So, yeah. And so you're probably a good one to ask about costume. What are you wearing tonight?
3: (laughs) I look like a pilgrim. Um, (laughs) I'm wearing a um, 1890s-inspired uh, I guess tunic, white tunic, um, with like a brooch, and um, just a really like a-line skirt with like a bustle on the back, um, because I felt like, and also my hair in you know a certain way up off my face, because um, I felt like. To, um, marry the old look visually um, and with the new, with how I speak and the songs that I was singing, um, that it would be an interesting contrast. So yeah, that's why I look like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm totally, totally sold it. It's we my new were...
2: brand. Oh, brand.
4: <laughs> is going to be full of this look. <laughs> i right.
2: going to have a lot of cows.
4: We all need what is? Is... <laughs> um <laughs> because
5: you
2: did have some props. We're not going to give it all away,
5: yeah, but you yeah. did
4: have some props. So you're wearing something very well, sparkly that... tonight. Yes, but I'm always more comfortable when I have cows on so yes, there were some there was some propage involved. <laughs> yes, and I'm in pants because I grew up, you know, wearing overalls. So I can't. I'm not as elegant as these two ladies who can pull off amazing dresses and a bit of sparkle because it's Sydney Cabaret Competition. <laughs> exactly. The high heels. No, the no high boots. heels. No boots. But I feel like I have to up the game for the finals now. So, <laughs> oh my God. so you know, comment on good places to buy um, cowboy boots,
1: people. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I and mean, that's within you know a, a reasonable budget, I would oh, yeah. say.
4: Maybe they could sponsor me. Maybe Who knows? You if
1: you want to sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> and Irene, what are you wearing tonight? I am wearing a rose gold uh, floor length gown with a split down the side and a sort of uh, white feathery shawl, which no, is pinned to have the arms top. in <gasps> Um, I really hope not. <laughs> You'll have to check with Alana Hill. Uh, I'm also wearing uh, homemade pasties uh, that, you, you, you. that I made completely from scratch and and uh, sparkled myself. Uh, and yeah, they they do get revealed at at one point during the show. Uh, and heels. I don't know. And my hairs my hairs all. Done. Like a pinuppy person, I guess. <laughs> so I just
2: ask you: um, you were excited, obviously. How did you hear about the cabaret competition, and how did you come
1: up with the idea? Ah, how did I hear about it? I'm just blanking completely. Um, social media. Yeah, let's go with that. Honestly, <laughs> I, would say. I me
4: was me with
1: social yeah, media. Was social no, media. I don't know. Yeah, no. Oh, actually, it was super random. That's why I can't remember. I got a email was just clicking through my junk and things and and there was an email from Sydney Cabaret Festival and I went, hang on a minute Sydney Cabaret Festival? (laughs) What's this about? Clicked it, saw that there was a competition, was pretty like, oh well I have to be in this this needs to be a thing put in my application very early and waited with bated breath and then um Scrambled to get this show together right before the uh, the heat, so here we are. Mm-hmm. And you, Nissa? Oh, I was down a rabbit hole of
4: social media stalking people, and then I think it was someone on someone else's page that I got it off, and I thought, why not? Why not? And you, Caitlin?
3: Yeah, I saw a few people, um, industry people, and people I know share it, and I knew that this competition was a thing quite a while ago, but it was called the International. Cabaret Cabaret festival or something. Um, And I was just like... It was kind of like kismet, perfect timing. I had this idea and I wanted somewhere to test it out. And I was like, well, here we go. So I'm just so grateful that I got in the heat. And now to be able to share it with a large audience in the final, it's, yeah, incredible. So, yeah, that's it. That's how I found out.
2: What's your background? Is there something that you've always wanted to do, Caitlin?
3: Um, I studied i have a bachelor in music theater um from the australian institute of music and uh i also um now have a master's in secondary education um and yeah but my uh, love is theater and i do come from a theater background um but am quite new to the cabaret world but i've always loved it and loved the concepts behind it and how like it can be anything you want it to be so um yeah that's my background and you know singing dancing acting all that stuff but (gasps) triple threat Uh (laughs) but speaking into a microphone on stage (laughs) hey that's what I do best (laughs) because I can talk so yeah that's that's my background and Nissa.
4: Ah, what's my background? Um, so, grew up country, obviously, which is what my show is kind of about, and, and did a studied at the Sydney Conservatorium of Music. So, my background is largely classical and opera rep. Um, and in the last few years, I've kind of branched out because, you know... Cabaret can be a lot of fun and I didn't want to miss out on all the fun Um, and it's also it's such a freeing space to be to be able to free to create whatever you want um, and be whoever you want on stage is so much fun.
1: And you, Irene? I have a Bachelor of Creative Arts from Wollongong Uni. Hey. Um, yeah. I'm oh. from Wollongong. Oh, oh there, there you go. go. discovering things. <laughs> ah, so that, that taught me a lot about putting your own work together. That was mainly what their whole uh, uh, focus was but um yeah after that I sort of was dabbling around with cabaret because the whole way through my degree I would write songs and just go into the piano room and just let out my frustrations and so um after I did a little bit of scoring for um a musical at the school I decided I would start to do my own thing more and more and wrote my first show postmodern striptease and toured that around the place and then wrote the second show revenge and toured that that was just last year my husband was in that with me Um, and now I don't have a show as such this is very much the beginnings probably of the next one but I do run a variety night every couple of months at the news agency yay
4: the amazing news agency (laughs) so that's what I do (laughs) Yeah.
2: well ladies it's been an absolute pleasure to grab you afterwards after the show everyone's been congratulating you all night so I appreciate you actually spending some time and saying hello to the podcast so Irene, Nicola, Nissa Milligan and Caitlin Koprovich.
6: Yeah. Wow. yeah. Pretty close, pretty close. <laughs> Not bad. We kind
4: of C- got a bit of a mouthful with names here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Congratulations. You are all winners going through to the grand final and I wish you all the best. Shookers. Thank, Thank you. you. So much. Thank you so much. heat two for the Sydney Cabaret competition and I am with the three of the lovely ladies that are going through to the grand final. I've got Rachel Gilfeather who is audience choice hello. Hello. I've got Naomi Livingston who is judges choice. Hi and Sarah Murr also judges choice. Cool thank you Hiya. Well, we've just finished up. You've, you've been holding your glass of wine. I've got to say, what a fantastic night. Rachel, what did it feel like when you were called up on stage?
7: As a winner? As a winner. Oh, it felt amazing. Being the audience choice, it was just great because I thought I actually connected with people and um, showed a little bit of myself. So I loved it. Who doesn't? <laughs> and you, Naomi?
6: Uh, Shock, to be quite frank. (laughs) Um, This is my first attempt at cabaret, so it's always terrified me somewhat. So I'm I'm just pleased I got through it, to be quite frank, (laughs) Um, and glad that it seemed to connect with people and uh, they saw something in it. And how
8: about you, Sarah? I'm so the same as these two lovely ladies. Um, I just was... It was a challenge for me even to do this. I've never, same as nay, never stepped into the cabaret world. Um, I find it quite difficult, actually, and I was nerve-wracked to show something that I had written rather than just performing something someone else had written. Um, So even just doing it, is sort of a milestone for me in my career and the fact that it was you know acknowledged or received in that way from people who were judging us you know means quite a lot actually so
7: Rachel what was the guise of your show? Well I like cabaret for me is showing a bit of yourself and so having a a show about you and getting an insight into what you are having in your life it's just a little snippet of what my life was at this present moment in my life so the whole show would probably be just more snippets of my life (laughs) because I actually do work at a sperm bank what an amazing story (laughs) I do. And you have so many amazing stories. Absolutely. <laughs> we should actually... not another show.
2: <laughs> so your show, just to clarify, your show actually is you working at a sperm bank.
7: Well, not the show itself, but it, it, I do work at a sperm bank, so that's like a snippet of my life. So, hmm.
2: It's a great, um, it's a great subject to draw on.
7: Mm. It is. A friend of mine wrote that song for me, um, working at a sperm bank, so... You know, it's nice to have friends that write songs for you. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> cheers, cheers. <laughs> was it hard to come up with that concept or was it something that
2: actually rang true to you?
7: No, it rang totally true for me because I think everyone can relate to my show, my 8-minute snippet was about being a woman of a certain age that hasn't had any children and you just sometimes you're fine with that but sometimes you just feel like it's it's not enough and you know you have those moments of doubt of like well why am I why am I um not having children and it's hard sometimes did
2: it feel cathartic therefore to actually prepare to write and therefore to be on stage tonight and get the
7: applause it's cathartic to actually say those things out loud yes. as, a, as a woman. So, so you always have to be strong as a woman and say, I don't need anybody, I don't need a man, I don't need, I don't need children, I've got everything. I've got friends, I've got family, I'm fabulous, I've got wine. But, <laughs> like, so, amen. But sometimes it's just really, it's hard to be vulnerable on stage. And, I mean, I don't feel like that all the time, but I do feel like that sometimes. Mm.
2: And Naomi, um, as part of your introduction, um, Margie was saying that you wrote a musical and this yeah. is also another show, your snippet of Cabaret. Was it about anxiety? Did I get that right?
6: <laughs> yeah, look, um, I think it's about a multitude of things. Um, anxiety is definitely a part of it. You know, it's one of the most prominent kind of mental illnesses that mm-hmm. uh, is going around and it's certainly not. Um, you know I, I I try to be as open about my anxiety in my life as i as I can, but I feel like it's still not um normalized enough uh for us to deal with but you know I think m- my cabaret is also about grief um and is is about motherhood and um all those things sort of do tie in together and feed each other somewhat, and uh, kind of untangling the web that that is all those elements um, in in my journey as a as a woman. Mm. Um, yeah. So the show I was
2: talking about was obviously Evie May at the Haze yes. and this was obviously something quite personal. <coughs> did you like Rachel? Did you also find it very cathartic to be on stage tonight?
6: Uh, in not in terms of. I guess the subject matter, I found it cathartic to just get through a cabaret. (laughs) So um, I felt it, uh, because it was a big big step for me as a performer. You know, I've done um, a lot of uh, theatre and musical theatre, primarily kind of big, behemoth com- com- commercial musicals where you can hide pretty well I mean you're visible but you can hide you you're not being as uh, you're not as exposed as getting up there just you and a mic and the pianist mm. and going blah here's my life mm. um and so it was cathartic in the sense that I went oh I, I survived I'm alive it was okay I didn't fall apart um, in front of you know people <laughs> I, I was funny yeah. <laughs> God, oh, it's- the worst for, I think comedy is such a great risk um it's absolutely terrifying it's you know I would never ever do stand up comedy but this mm-hmm. was probably just as close oh. for me so it was a big uh, a big big step
2: <laughs> <laughs> and uh Sarah yours was actually based on characters is that right yeah um so my cabaret is
8: basically the words and music of Mae West who was one of the first um vivacious curvy Hollywood stars um Um, which took a lot of people by surprise uh a lot of the articles are hilarious to read they were so shocked that someone who wasn't you know this like tiny was on the screen um yeah so i I relate to her a lot in the fact that we're still trying to make you know not being a size six normalized like that still shocks me it's 2019 um so yeah i just relate to that a lot so and may
2: rest was what what time period Ooh! Don't ask for that. Cut that out.
8: We'll cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I assume the forties. That? I, do I think it is forties. <laughs> I assume, I assume she's was... before. She's before Marilyn. <laughs> or forties. Um, yeah, but anyway, she was one of the. You know, she's one of the original curvy bad girls. Which I feel like I'm that for 2019. So when I was researching her, I was like, that is something I have to say. We'll join you on that. Yeah. yeah, you know, like Thanks to that. Uh, yeah. I maybe I maybe not be ready in my career to be myself sharing my experiences, which I so admire you both for. I'm not that ready, mm. but for now I can hide behind Miss Mae West,
2: mm. and I'm happy about may. that. Because you just come off a cruise, is that right? You're working on cruise ships. Yeah, I um
8: I did my first cruise um contract with Norwegian on Priscilla being a diva slash Shirley, so I got best of both worlds. Um. Yeah, it was great, but I'm so happy to be home. I feel like I've done so much since coming back. Mm. I'm very motivated to get some stuff done.
2: Is it something, even though um, Rachel and Naomi had something that was obviously quite personal, for you still being on stage, is that obviously still quite vulnerable?
8: Yes and no. I am very comfortable to sing. I'm happy to sing all day, every day, but I find it quite hard to sit not in a you know musical-written character mm. having things already been like I've already been told what to say myself having written the dialogue I find that so confronting Um, I felt very vulnerable like I was shaken like a leaf but like I said earlier I'm so proud that I pushed through to do it there were times last week when I was, you know, I was ready to not do it at all, oh, yeah. but I'm just glad that I got through it.
6: Mm. I decided yesterday that yeah. I wasn't, wasn't <laughs> going to
8: do it. I know. But
6: my, my husband was like, I'm not going to go through this again. I'm driving you. Yeah. And yeah. the we were talking before about the
2: vulnerability. Yeah. Does that sit okay with you,
6: Naomi? I, I feel like... Oh, my husband might disagree. I feel like I'm a very vulnerable person. I, I've written a lot about vulnerability and talk a lot about vulnerability. I think it's so connected to creativity. Um, you know, it's good old Brene Brown. You can't have innovation without vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, and so risk-taking is an act of vulnerability and you you know that you can only move forward in your creative life when you do break through those obstacles those barriers um whether that be what society has built for you or your own personal barriers and I think for me the cabaret thing was a personal barrier for sure I fully Mm. feel the same Um, way Mm. yeah and so that was it's a good moment and it's obviously especially um, speaking loudly that it's been validated in, you know, kind of moving on to the next stage but but then, you know, the next obstacle comes up and you go, oh, 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 I have to do this more. Oh, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And is that something that you also share as well, Rachel? Yes. Mm. Because your show obviously is quite vulnerable because it is very, very personal for that moment in time.
7: Yeah, but that's because I don't... Um, I love just being me on stage mm. and I love people seeing that and if I make a mistake and Like and I did you (laughs) We We all did. We all we're all vulnerable to make mistakes on stage and if you can just have grace and then move on from that, it's a perfect situation. And I think the big thing with cabaret is that you have to be ready to make a fool of yourself because if you're not then it's not the show for you. It's not. It's, it, you're going to be booed off that stage. Yeah. So you just have to be ready to be vulnerable and at it, any point. And the reason I
2: ask about vulnerability is because it is for the audience as much as the performer. Yeah, because absolutely. you are so close, the spotlight doesn't shine your eyes so much. You can still see the person a metre in front of you. Yeah.
7: Well, I didn't have my glasses on, so I couldn't. <laughs> So, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a good trick. trick that's fine I like that I might <laughs> steal that take it off <laughs> no I don't know but it's like you can see the audience and you can see that they're getting into it and mm. like if you see like one of my friends was crying and I'm like I can't look at you I'm just gonna I'm just gonna look over here now because it's just too hard sometimes mm. And can
2: I ask no. your background, what, what did you do before you got to this moment in time?
7: I've been doing musicals around Sydney for ages, amateurly, um, and I do a lot of cabarets myself, so I write some cabarets and I put them on, and um, so, just been in the background, and so I, I surface every couple of years, and then I go back down, because I can't, I'm like, oh, it's just too hard, and then I surface again, and then, yeah, so, I'm like a time. submarine. Yeah, work out this time. <laughs> And you, Naomi?
6: Uh, I my background. I studied at WAPA, studied musical theatre, um, did some shows, and had a couple of babies, and <laughs> wrote things. And uh, that's kind of my story, really. And I, you know, vocal coach and mum when I'm not performing. And you, Sarah. Uh, I
8: studied at the Queensland Conservatorium and have a Bachelor in Musical Theatre and I was lucky enough to be cast in some great shows when I first graduated which you know taught me a lot on the job which I'm very lucky that I had the chance to like uh, my first job was with Naomi um, so I uh, know we have a very special connection the fact that you know we're here tonight together means a lot to yeah. me because we in this last week you know went through it together. Um, but yeah, just after graduating, I've just been working, moved from Brisbane to Sydney, trying to make in the big smoke, which is horrible and expensive and depressing. But, you know, we get through it and and it's good. When I'm surrounded by other people as creative of these two, you know, mm. I'm very lucky.
2: Now, I have to quickly ask about your costume.
8: <laughs> so, Mae West was a black and white film screen star. So, I... Took inspiration from Detox the Drag Queen from Drag Race, um, where in the finale of uh, their season he did full uh, like grayscale makeup. Um I was very lucky to have help from my good friend Georgina Hobson. She helped me tonight, she's great at makeup. Uh so I've basically done full black and white movie star makeup. <laughs> <laughs> Any parts of the skin you can see is grey and black and white and uh is covered by my velvet dress the rest of it well too, you, you actually
2: gave me a shot because i filmed it and i was like what the is going on with my camera were you
8: ready for it <laughs> no. no yes that was that's what i
2: wanted i was like what is going on and i was actually thinking there was something wrong <laughs> that's great okay good good reaction that's yeah, absolutely. And obviously this is a big thing for all of you three. I was just going to say, if there's anyone out there that is sort of thinking, mm, I don't know if I should do this next year, what advice would you give? Well, I
8: almost didn't do it. Um, <laughs> it's just something I, I never thought I would do, but... um Uh, Thank God for uh, Chris Archery Productions, you know, giving us this platform to push myself and scare myself and maybe even trust myself to do something a little bit out of my comfort zone. Just do it. It's terrifying, but you know what? The other six performers in the evening are just as terrified. And, I don't know, I've learned something, so... I think you can too
6: <laughs> naomi i think um like like sarah it was it was it was a, a hurdle for me, but um I think you have a little nagging feeling that it 's something you should do, and you kind of have to go in with no expectations of what the outcome may be and you know build build your own kind of goal set and for for me personally, it was overcoming my fear of doing this of <laughs> of being vulnerable of using my material and being myself up on stage and, um, and I was very relieved when it was over and I felt <laughs> that achievement and I'm just, I'm just seriously lucky to be here doing things further because honest to goodness everyone was um, amazing and creative and talented and uh, it, you could have pulled out any
7: three to be honest mm-hmm. yeah. and you Rachel? I say if you've got to say something just do it mm. yeah. like if like cool. you've got something to say Just get up there.
2: Absolutely. Don't be scared. Absolutely. It doesn't matter where anyone has come from, you guys are here. You all performed absolutely fantastic. One last question. What are you going to be doing to
7: celebrating? Uh, I just had some wine. <laughs> and I'll have some more. <laughs> Look, I have two young children, so
0: <laughs> I will be okay. trying
6: to get sleep as my <laughs> celebratory moment uh, before I get woken up at 6 a.m. So. Oh. <laughs> and I had some beautiful friends
8: to come support me tonight, so I'm going to go and have a glass of wine with them and, you know... Feel good about myself. Woo!
2: Well, ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure. Congratulations again. Like I said, you are the winners, the three people that are going through from Heat 2 for the Sydney Cabaret Competition, Rachel Gilfeather, Naomi Livingston and Sarah Murr. Thank you you so much, ladies. Congratulations again.
0: Thank you. Thank you. 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 lovely.
2: Heat three at Ginger's, and this is the Sydney Cabaret Competition. Heat three, as I said. Oh yeah! yeah. And I am with two of the three winners. Um, I've got here Claire Ellen O'Connor. Woohoo! Hello. And I've got Billy Palin. How are you going? And Ellie Calder. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Claire, you were the judges' choice, and Billy Palin, you were the audience choice. Yeah. Three of you are going, obviously, now through to next week, which is the final yeah. at. The Sydney Cabaret Festival All girls In the final Yes all girls Isn't that amazing Nine gals
5: Girl power Going to be fierce Which is perfect Considering Spice Girls Are on tour Just saying But they're not coming To Australia We can be the
2: Australian
0: (laughs) We should invite them As the finale They probably won't Be able to get a ticket
5: Okay which Spice Girl Would you be Claire um, probably Baby Spice. you baby,
0: baby? Yeah. Billy. Yeah, probably. Honestly, scary. I
2: love it. Do you know what? I'm sitting with you both and you- yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm like, yeah. What Spice Girl would you be? Adele. Adele? <laughs> 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 the
2: best one. <laughs> Look, woman. I've had a great night tonight. Yes. It's with such fierce competition. Oh You're God. sitting here with wine, sort of relaxing. We're, <laughs> we're, we're <All laughs> wines in. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's congratulated um, you both tonight. They're obviously, congratulating Ali as well. The poor yeah. thing, she's not here. I'll go with you first, Claire.
5: Um I feel surprised and relieved <laughs> that it works. I think the cabaret. I th- I did a few cute little like um, what do they call, a Steadfords and stuff like that when oh, I was, yeah. at, you know, competitions mm-hmm. when I was a kid. And I've always really avoided competition as a performer. Like it's more about connecting with an audience and all mm. that kind of thing. Um, but then when I saw this competition pop up, the prize is so good yeah. that I just thought you know what yeah I'm going to enter this one Mm -hmm. and I was really nervous that all those old habits from performing in competition were going to come back so it's nice that yeah that it still works and that the audience you know yeah that that it connected when you're saying it works as in this is a show that you've put on for a couple of years not a couple of no not a couple of years so I I did it at the Adelaide Fringe Festival this year so what month are we in now June, July, July. June. July. 30th of June. And, yeah. Um, so I did it in at the Adelaide Fringe Festival at the end of February this year. So that was the first time I'd ever done it. So I did six straight shows and then this is the first time I've done it since end of Feb.
2: Wow. And what does it feel like to actually perform now a snippet of it in front of judges compared to a paying audience?
5: Really scary. Yeah. <laughs> so scary because yeah. in Adelaide I was performing to strangers and, you know... I mean Adelaide's not a you know a country town, but it was, you know, just everyday people and making them laugh, whereas tonight was and you know, theatre-y people that act, mm. <laughs> that you know have an, have opinions and, and know what they're doing when it comes to the the mm. art form or whatever. Mm. So I was mm. I was pretty scared. Yeah, um, and, and you yeah. were on last. I was on last. So <laughs> I had all closer.
1: those all those <gasps> nerves
5: were building throughout the night, and you know I was absolutely <laughs> I was absolutely packing my dax, But mm. it paid off, so
0: that's nice. <laughs>
5: Billy, how are you going? How are you feeling? Because your
2: show was all about Dubbo, and I think that we had the whole of Dubbo actually in the audience.
0: <laughs> yes, we did have lots of Dubbo in the audience. I was, I was actually really surprised. I, I don't know. I honestly, I'm just happy to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm new to cabaret, I think, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And I know, and a lot of people came to support me tonight. But also, I just want to note, and I'm not trying to blow my own horn, <laughs> but I also was a judge's choice mm-hmm. and an audience yeah, yeah. choice. <laughs> Which was the same thing, surprising, because honestly, the talent tonight yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So I would have just been happy to rock up and meet all of you fabul- fabulous people. It
2: is, because it's $20 a ticket. It was the best $20 such
0: spent a for such exactly. a great such night a, of entertainment. It was such a yeah. good night, and I walked in quite nervous, and then I saw like my brother in the audience and my mum, and I was like, oh... It's just, we're just doing our thing, I guess. Mm, totally. Mm. Yeah. Clear.
5: Yeah. It was nice to be able to, because the way that the venue, I guess, was set up was that the, where we performed was downstairs, but then the green room where we were all hanging out was upstairs. And so to be able to chat with everyone beforehand yeah. as well was really nice mm-hmm. to, you know, oh, I'm nervous about this joke, or I've never done this in front of an audience before, and everyone was kind of voicing their insecurities. And yeah. it was it was so nice, nice to be able to chat and not see each other as competitors exactly. but just all being mm-hmm. in it together. Yeah. They're yes, just being able to try incredible. out material,
0: yeah, like the audience was, was so, so supportive. Like, mm, and yeah. then I ran into so many people that weren't even there for anyone, they just come along. I know, I, was, like, I oh. was so surprised, and they were like, well, This is the best night ever. And I was like, Yeah, it is 20 bucks, <laughs> exactly. It <laughs> it absolutely, no, just there's so many different Just, just sitting there and watching people because I came to last week as well, just mm. watching people absolutely rock their own story or idea is it's just great like even for eight minutes it's so yeah and eight minutes goes quite a long
5: time clear yeah absolutely when we because plucked when i did it at adelaide fringe was 45 minutes Mm -hmm. so it was a funny picking picking which bits to do and which and i sort of i cut it back so far that it was like I'd done maybe five minutes I was like okay okay so finding that <laughs> fine line between yeah. going too short or too long mm. or eight minutes was a tricky little time to be able to grab exactly. people and tell them a story and develop it enough and cabaret mm. is such I was chatting to um, Stephen Mayer tonight who mm. does a bunch of I think I'm saying his name right I only know it from Instagram so I, I interviewed know. him he's on my <laughs> podcast episode seven <gasps> uh, episode seven yes. um, I was chatting with him tonight and obviously he's done a bunch of music theatre shows and he did a show last week in the, you know, in Cabaret. And cabaret. Yeah, kitchen. at close mm. And he was saying how different Cabaret is because it's so vulnerable as an art form. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was really cool being able to chat to him tonight. Glad you brought that up because that's what I spoke to the girls about last week in particular yeah. because there was a
0: couple of subjects you might yeah. remember because you saw it last uh, week. Yeah, no, and Margie Ferranti who posted yes. last week. Mm-hmm. And she said mm. plop your heart out. Yeah. <laughs> plop your heart out. <laughs> I've understood on a cellular level, like honestly, I was like Yes, I have to. I just said to, her, yeah, I've got to pop my heart
5: out. A In a weird way, I find that a really kind of comforting part yep. of doing this because my show is, you know, very much I'm telling my story of hair, which sounds like hair sounds like such a really silly topic to do a show about, but it's not about hair. It's a, it's about hair as a as a social, social thing, yeah. you know? And and I get really nervous before a show and then at the end of the day, it's like, it, it's, it's not, thrilling. I'm not doing a performance. I'm, I'm actually just talking to people and sharing a story yeah. as if we were sitting around a campfire and singing a few songs, which I kind of...
2: Yep. It also fits then into the musical theatre genre of going, I'm going to tell you a sad story, but I'm going to sing with Josie. <laughs> <Yeah.
5: 'cause> and <laughs> it's
0: going to be fun. But
5: I'm <laughs> going <laughs> to sing about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's such a bizarre It's so thing. unnatural, it's isn't it? It's so weird. <laughs> but you know what? When I was a kid sing, singing in my bedroom, like if I had a fight with my mum, I would put on Mama. Oh, we were talking about it before by the Spice Girls. Really? Yeah. You know, we'd sing it out. Like sing about it out sing about you. whatever Honestly, was going yeah. on in my life. I'm, so it, yeah. it seems so unnatural. That's such a Muriel's wedding moment.
0: <laughs> oh, you like, know how much I'm, I'm I, going to. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to ask
5: Muriel's. Like, have you seen Muriel's wedding? Yeah, line? I have. It is fabulous. Yeah, it's it really is amazing so going on Friday. It's excellent. Excellent.
2: Yeah, I love it. So we found out um, a little bit about Claire's cabaret. Tell us about yours, Billy. Well,
0: it's it's based on my graduating recital. um, That where did you graduate from? Australian Institute of Music. Yeah, Uh, the music theatre program last year. So, um, yeah, it's all about. I think it's called From Double to Death. So the whole full cabaret. It's about. I guess me growing up in Dubbo that experience and then also my existential crisis when it comes to death so <laughs> that is shared by from I Dubbo know. From Dubbo to death. Yeah well also <laughs> I kind of realized my life is going to be from Dubbo to death like that's what this is that's like I'm in from Dubbo to death right now oh my God, I love it. and it's also about like like as a performer it's about where do I fit in this world in this from Dubbo to death world where am I supposed to cram myself everywhere <laughs> like, uh, you can't put me in a box yeah and, like as you were saying it's it's that idea of cabaret i
5: i was actually telling i hope he's okay mentioning this but Stephen kramer who was the you know musical director musical director <laughs> <laughs> tonight was um accompanying a bunch of people and he was saying go Stephen. yeah he's about <laughs> he's about to start chicago yeah and that's his first commercial job Brilliant. and he's his assistant musical director Oh wow. and i said what? (laughs) It's like, that's your first commercial. It's like, but you've created such a huge name for yourself, but he's created a name for himself doing other things, working on independent productions and, and really kind of forging, you know, Mm. his way through. So if there's anyone out there that
2: thought that they were going to audition for this cabaret contest next year, what would you say to them? Billy?
0: Um, yes, (laughs) go for it. I mean, like even just to get up and rock your story and, perform in front of a an audience like who doesn't love performing for an mm. a, for a captive audience i, I mean just that yeah. mm. it's enough Claire. Absolutely do it and absolutely be yourself.
5: Yeah. What is it about your story that you need? Your heart. Heart out. <laughs> I love it. Marty Differenti, she needs to trademark that thing. That she, is, yeah, there truly. is gold in it. What another T
0: shirt. That's what she said and she didn't say like. If she hasn't, I'll do it. It's kind of comforting in the way that tonight all the performers were so supportive, so lovely. Like and just meeting them, just being in that space is so great and being like, Oh, I'm not alone tonight is was inspiring. And
2: before we go, Claire, talk about
5: your costume. Oh, okay, I'm currently sitting I mean I
2: might
0: <laughs> I think I might be
5: about to take it off, but yes, I, I am sitting here in a bald cap. A little bald cap that I got from a Newtown costume store. That actually Glenn Morehouse, who is not only my boyfriend but also my musical director, is also my bald cap applicator. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm sitting here in my bald cap Ooh, and, and my top. my silver top and my skirt that I made from some material that I found in some store. But, yes, it's a very... It's a very colourful costume. The board cap is glittered pink, pink, pink glitter, rhinestone glitter with rhinestones, moment. glitter all over my face. Stunning. Biodegradable glitter, I will <laughs> add, <laughs> just <laughs> because you know we've got to care about this earth. Um, but yeah, we'll forget about the actual plastic board cap. <laughs> <But> good, <laughs> call. good call. It. Good she call. She reuses it. She I don't. It. I absolutely don't. Oh God! <laughs> I don't reuse it. Oh golly! I've never thought She's of that. She's recycling it. Good she call. Sends
0: it to Sorry. the <laughs> well.
5: Good call. Hey, you know what? It's <laughs> eye catching, but it's probably more trouble. Probably well. it takes a long. Yeah. It takes about an hour and a half to get it looks into wow. this. Get up, incredible. Goals. We Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You're right. That's <laughs>
2: okay. Well, ladies, it's been an absolute pleasure to sit down with you. Congratulations again. You're going through to the final. Let's do it. Go, girl. So Good girl. So I've got here. So Claire Ellen O'Connor, the judge's choice, Billy Palin, the audience choice, and Ali Calder. definitely well, she's
4: not thing here. Well. I, I,
2: I know. also the judge's choice but can't yeah, be here right now, she, now. But she will right. also join you at the final Absolutely. at the Sydney French Serenade cabaret what a festival mm-hmm. so congratulations ladies have a wonderful night celebrating Yay!
0: Thank you. Thank you, so much. you. Woo-hoo!
2: the sydney cabaret competition grand final looks like to be a spectacular showdown and showcase of incredible new talent that is coming through the industry It's on Wednesday, the 10th of July at the Seymour Centre, which is the home of the 2019 Sydney Cabaret Festival. I have been told by producer Chris Archer, the grand final is being moved to a bigger room within the venue to accommodate the demand of ticket sales as they sold out. There is so much happening within the festival. Check out the cabaret program of local and international guests. SydneyCabaretFest.com Thinking of wanting to enter the Sydney Cabaret Competition? Next year, details on the competition can be found at archreproductions.com. Congratulations to every contestant who competed in this year's competition. So much talent. You are all winners. I can't wait to see what you do next. I would like to thank my guests, the grand finalists of the 2019 Sydney Cabaret Competition. From Heat 1, Irene Nicola, Nissa Milligan, Caitlin Koprovich. From Heat 2, Sarah Murr, Naomi Livingston, Rachel Gilfeather, and Heat 3, Claire Ellen O'Connor, Billy Palin, and Ali Calder. Shookers Ladies. This has been Let Me Entertain You, Inside the Minds of Musical Theatre. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, share, and tell your friends. But most importantly, go and see a show.
6: Basis, the eagle has landed be in orbit.